Welcome to Simply Financial with your financial coach, Kevin Ray. In today's investing environment, there's a lot of clutter. If you're tired of the talking heads and financial noise, this is the show for you. Today, we'll help you find simple solutions to financial challenges. We'll show you how to achieve your financial goals and get answers to your toughest questions. Simply Financial with Kevin Ray starts now. Welcome to another edition of Simply Financial. I'm Walter Storholt alongside Kevin Ray, your financial coach at Inside Folio, serving you throughout the Tri-City area with offices in Pinconning and Saginaw as well. Kevin has about three decades of experience navigating people through the financial world, and he's the co-author of the book, Navigating Through Retirement as well. Kevin, great to be with you this week. How are you, my friend? I'm doing great, Walter. How about you? Oh, doing you hear, well. I hear you just got back from a well-rested vacation. Did you have fun? You know, it's pretty funny. I went to the mountains to see snow, to hopefully see a snowstorm, and uh, the storm ended up kind of shifting, and it ended up snowing back at the house and not at the mountain house <laughs> that we went to and the cabin that we rented. So I was pretty uh, upset because I'm a big snow lover, and I was really excited about the trip to see some snow. And uh, I was pretty upset that it was snowing back at the house instead. But Connie had to calm me down a little bit that evening. Isn't that and how it works? <laughs> it was pouring down rain. I mean, it was a cool storm. It was pouring okay. down rain at this mountain house that we were in. And, um, I mean, and we had like 40 and 50 mile an hour winds. And it was a cool house that was way up on this huge hill with a great view of the mountain valley. And when we first got there, it was so socked in with fog. You couldn't see 10 feet in front of you. It was a really cool drive up a gravel road the the instructions to get there kevin were like go to the such and such church on xyz road i forget the name of the church in in the road and go to the back parking lot where you'll find a one-way gravel road follow the gravel road up the mountain for five miles until you reach the house that was the instructions to get the house so (laughs) i was like this is this gonna be a cool place although i am a little grateful it didn't snow because it is very possible we would not have been able to leave the getting up to the house was fine, but leaving was very, very, very steep descent. And I was a little worried without snow tires how it would coming, be. Coming down. Even with a four-wheel drive, the descent is a little different. And, uh, yeah, I would have been a little bit worried about slipping and sliding down the big hill at the at the bottom. So maybe it was a blessing in disguise. That shows you getting older and wiser. <laughs> Maybe just a little bit. We, a little bit. It did snow in some of the higher elevations, so we went out the next day after the storm and uh, drove up some of the mountainsides and found a few roads that had some snow cover on them and got to turn on the four-wheel drive and you know get to play around a little bit driving around and got, got to see a little bit the next day driving out and around. But I was, oh, I was looking at the radar, and the snow was just like a mile or two away from where we were. It was pouring down rain where we were, and it was pure snow two miles away i was like this is this is heartbreaking it's the way it works right <laughs> it is it is but we still had a great time the uh the rental house was really cool it had a theater room in in it kevin really? i was like man we got addicted to that really fast i was like this is really cool you know one of the big projectors and they had some really nice like leather seats and they even like must have built up a little like uh you know another little row back behind that one so it was elevated a little bit just like the movie theater and we, we got popcorn and you know popped some popcorn and just enjoyed movie night each night it was fun it was a sounds like a lot of fun different experience for sure than the uh than the norm so it was a nice 
easily socially distanced vacation, just kind of all by ourselves up in the mountains, did some hiking with the dogs, and it was cool seeing them jumping over logs and hike along a stream, and they were running through the water, and it was, it was, it was great. So as much as I complained about the lack of snow that day, it was still a good a good week. So. A good a good time. That's a well-rested time everybody needs. Us, so. That's right. And then the week you get back to work, you got to catch up on all the stuff you missed. So <laughs> there's always that back to reality kind of feeling as well. But uh, in any event, speaking of snow, uh, we just had um, some news from, uh, I can never say it right. Is it Puxatoni or Punxatoni? With a, I think it's, it's kind Punxatoni. Of a, there's yeah. like an N in there, right? Uh, yeah. The groundhog. He saw a shadow, uh, reports say, so more winter is expected, I guess. There you go. You may be able to get to see snow. That's right. Maybe maybe a little you know, bit more can be on the way. Here in Michigan, we get some real cold weather coming uh, for a change. It's been pretty mild, so the ice fishermen will be real happy. The baby Look, looks like that's going to change, doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah. It looks like we're going to get a little ice and a little cold, and, and it'll stay for a while. You're going to have some minuses on the uh, on the, on the temperature scale there for a little while. It looks like. Yeah, I, w- I was talking to my buddy out in Minnesota, and it was in the high. I think Sunday is minus two degrees. The high. Is the high minus two. Yeah, I think that's what he was telling me. Yeah, so brutal. It's it's cold out here. Out brutal there. cold. Yeah. Uh, I was getting texts of pictures and videos uh, the last several days from family members in the uh, Pennsylvania, New Jersey area, where they got 30-plus inches of snow wow. for, more, for more than 48 straight hours of snow. Yeah, that was a, some, some pretty wild images now, out of the Northeast. So now I kind of, I don't know about 48 inches, but I can remember as a kid we used to get, you know, snowstorms like that. We haven't seen them in years, so. Yeah, yeah, just, just kind of dry cold, right? Yep, yep. Re- it's going to be cold, let it snow. <laughs> yeah, when you're a kid, you're always like, get enough snow so we don't have school tomorrow, right? That's right, that's right. <laughs> Exactly. Well, we could chit chat probably all day about the weather and, uh, and and the groundhog seeing the shadow or not, and all those kinds of things. But I think people want to learn a little bit about finances and retirement, so that's why we kind of come here each week. In addition to just having some fun along the way, so we've got a great show on tap for today. Hopefully, answering some of your questions, we'll get to know Kevin a little bit, and uh, lots of good things on tap. I wanted to talk about chess, roulette, and poker. Uh, almost all financial decisions can probably be compared to playing those three games. Uh, first, we need to understand the difference between the three games. Kevin, have you played all three, chess, roulette, and poker? I have not played roulette, but i played poker and chess. Okay. I've never played uh, roulette either. have seen it, obviously. Uh, seen it. Know, yeah. know about it, but yeah. um, you know, it's, it's, that's the thing on the table in Vegas where they spin it with the red and black uh, labels and, and then the numbers, and you guess a number and maybe a color and... You know, see if the ball lands on top of it. Um, so in, in roulette, we know that there's really much no skill involved. It's purely luck. You're just guessing a color or a number, hoping it lands on there. Uh, chess, I've played plenty of chess, and that's purely a skill game. There's really no luck involved in chess. Uh, you know all the possible information. Every decision is, you know, purely analytical, which is why a computer can easily beat a chess master. There's no real emotion or luck involved. Um, And then kind of interesting, the third one, poker, elements of skill, but also there's information you don't know and, you know, you don't know what's coming on the flop and some of those kinds of things. So there's some luck involved when playing poker, too. So you kind of have a marriage of the two things. So what I want to do is look at some different elements of finances, strategies, decisions in the financial world. And do you think of them as being like chess, where they're purely analytical, roulette, where we're dealing with things that are just pure luck as part of a financial plan, or maybe these things are like poker, uh, some of both. Sound good to you? Sure. Okay. Let's, uh, let's give it a whirl. Let's start with timing the market. What game is timing the market most like? 
Oh, if I had to pick timing the market, I would say it's a little bit of, you know, mostly roulette because it's luck. You know, there's there's been thousands of studies out there that's that's basically saying the same thing. But if we just look back here recently, after the um, pandemic, when the market dropped 30%, there was some, you know, maybe some luck in there, maybe some poke in there because we realized that this wasn't a financial crisis. It was more of a health crisis. So we had quite a few people, you know, come in and invest money. So I think that when you're looking at timing the market, it's mostly roulette because you're speculating, you're gambling, you're betting that you can pick the correct time to get in or get out of that market. And like I said, there's thousands of studies showing it just doesn't work. Occasionally, now here's where people go astray. Occasionally, you're going to hear someone who bet correctly. They said the market's going to go down. And it did. Well, if you say that long enough, eventually it's going to. What you never hear about is all the times that they said the market was going to go down and it never did. So when you're investing, Walter, we say this week in, week out, investing in the market is a long-term position. Why long-term? Because there's going to be many ups and downs in the next 20 to 30 years. And you're going to need time to weather those. So don't let emotions, don't let emotions get in your way and treat your investments as long-term. That's what timing the market's about. We know that it doesn't work out most of the time. So treat your investments long-term. Don't speculate and gamble and treat it the way it should be, long-term investment. And when it does work out, think of it more as like a, uh, you know, a broken clock is still right twice a day. Kind exactly, of thing. exactly. Yeah, yep. That's still still lucky, really. You know, I can say we're going to have an earthquake in Michigan and I can say it every day. Eventually, we're going to have one, right? Sure, sure. Same, same thing. I bet you they're going to have an earthquake in California today. Well, you're probably correct. I'm not there. going to tell you the size, but they will have an earthquake today. Yeah, yeah. So. Because uh, they're pretty much constant. <laughs> so, yeah, they are. <laughs> still get pretty lucky there. Uh, so yeah, timing the market a lot more like uh, roulette, it right. sounds like. Okay, how about uh, deciding how much IRA money to convert to a Roth IRA? Well, that's a good question. You know, we have a lot of people coming in the office here lately asking that same question. Does it make sense? In fact, we had one earlier today. And it's I would say chess because there's skill needed for this. So let's first talk about why would somebody want to convert to a Roth? Well, for most, you're going to have a choice when you start investing into the world. If you go to the workplace, you're going to have a 401k, 403b, maybe have an IRA. Which one do you contribute to? Well, here's the difference. There's a lot of factors when you're going to sit down and you're going to consider this, you know, which one do I go into? First, how are you going to pay the taxes if I convert to a Roth? That is that money going to be coming from money you got set aside? Or is it going to come from your investment? How much tax are you going to pay? That's a big one. So the person we talked to earlier today is a single person. Um, he was thinking about converting $18,000 of his traditional IRA to his Roth IRA. And because he's not working this year is the reason we started talking about, well, you're not working this year. You're not going to have much taxable income. So if we're going to do that and you have money set aside, now's probably the time that we should sit down and we should start planning for that. But if you're going to withdraw that money within five years, it probably doesn't make sense. And the reason is simple. You want that money to grow longer term because it's tax free. The other reason, too, is we are in a low tax environment right now. And if you're like most people I talk to and you think tax rates are going up in the near future, it's probably worth looking into. But there's a lot of factors that can be determined on whether how much or whether you convert to a Roth or whether you even contribute to a Roth in, in your workplace. And those all come down to decisions. But the only time you can make a decision, you got to base it on good financial advice. And that's the good starting point. That's a great point. That's a good one. All right, let's see where this one falls. We need to decide on a retirement date. That's something you do with every client, Kevin. What game does that most compare to? 
I think that's a, boy, if I had to think about that, I think that's a little bit poker. And the reason is, you know, there's some skill because you have to pick a date and then there's some luck um, on it. So if you decide on a date, and I can tell you this just recently happened. We we have a client, they came in um, well, probably about a year ago, and they wanted to retire in five years. Well, we know that Dow and DuPont merged over here in Midland. And unfortunately, he was let go from his job. His, his job was eliminated. So that's an unknown factor that we we couldn't count on. So that's what I'm talking about, luck there. Are you lucky enough to keep your job until the, the date that you want? One of the first questions I ask, though, is when would you like to retire? This has to be figured out. I mean, you cannot go into retirement to figure out when you want to retire. Retirement planning is going to fall far short if you don't have an, a date in mind. Let me give an example. Let's say you want to retire in five years. Well, if that's the case, you have a lot of time to sit down, start doing that planning process, pick an advisor, go through all of the bucket list items that you want to um, you know, accomplish and all the income and all those other types of things that come along with the planning and figure it out. But if you're coming in right now and you're saying, I want six months, I'm going to retire regardless, well, you may be in trouble. And the reason is you may not be feasible. Some people will come in and this is their plan, Walter. You know, they may be accumulated to 500000 and they say, you know what, I'm going to withdraw 5% every year. I shouldn't get in trouble. Well, the key word there is shouldn't. Don't make that your plan. Get a solid plan and it all is going to revolve around your retirement date and then it goes forward. Because once you're retired, that's not the end of life. We have probably another 20, 30, 40 years to, to plan on. So take those steps and, and um, work that out. If you need some help figuring those kinds of things out, like we've talked about already, deciding whether to do Roth conversions and how much, deciding on a retirement date. If you feel like you're playing roulette with your finances or your portfolio, uh, those should be little warning signs that you need additional help putting together the fullness of your financial plan. And if you need some guidance and help from Kevin Ray, you can get in touch very easily and schedule a time to meet for a complimentary financial review. The number to call is 888-885-PLAN. Again, that's 888-885-7526. Call if you get the voicemail, leave a quick message. Kevin will be able to return your call and talk to you a little bit about your situation and uh, how you can chat about things going forward. 888-885-PLAN is the number. That's 888-885-7526 if you want to come in for a complimentary review of your financial plan and portfolio and get the ball rolling on that. 888-885-PLAN. Kind of think of your example there, Kevin, of the uh, you know picking the retirement date but not sure what the you know employer might do to right. you know your future. Since you compared it to poker, it's like when you you think you're all good, like you've got pocket kings, and uh, and and you get a king on the on the flop, but then on the river there's uh there's an ace, and uh, and it turns out your opponent had aces, you know. So yeah. like at the last second, everything was looking great, and then a little bit of luck can turn things the wrong direction. And that luck has a lot to do with it to that you know yeah. whether it's good or bad, so it goes both ways. Yep, and it's very true, very true. Well, coming up, we're going to continue this conversation. Are you playing chess, roulette, poker with your finances? We'll kind of uh, compare those games to different elements of financial and retirement planning and see what lessons we can learn. We're also going to talk about uh, what it looks to really have a customized plan in place. When we throw that word out, customized, what are we really talking about? How customized can you truly get a plan? We're going to dive into that conversation and more all straight ahead on today's show. So stay with us. More coming up right here on Simply Financial. What if we told you there was a simpler way to invest? Excellent. Well, that's what we thought. 
rocking and rolling today on Simply Financial. Walter Storold here with Kevin Ray, your financial coach at Insight Folios, serving you throughout the Tri-City area with offices in Pinconning and Saginaw. Any questions on your mind, something that we talk about today that you want to inquire more about, talk about getting your own financial customized financial plan. If you want to tap into the three decades of experience that Kevin brings to the table, you can do that by picking up the phone and calling 888-885-PLAN. That's 888 888- 885-7526. Don't worry, we won't put you live on the radio or anything like that. It's a one-on-one conversation between you and Kevin. If you get the voicemail, just leave a quick note. 888-885-PLAN is that number. Kevin, we've been talking on the show today about chess, roulette, and poker, and what those three games have to do with different elements of somebody's financial plan or strategy. We covered a couple of good examples already on the show today. The idea, if you're just joining us, is that we are throwing out one of those strategies or decisions that you might have to make and relating it to one of those three games, chess, roulette, or poker. So here's our next option. Uh, Let's talk about pensions, choosing the right pension option. Are we talking about a game of skill, luck, or some of both there? Well, let me ask you, what would your answer be? So on choosing the right pension option, to me, that seems to check the box of being purely analytical. Like chess, we know all the information and the options available to us, I would think. I I agree with you. So we're on the same page. Sweet. And just like the others we've been talking about, you're going to need to work with somebody. When you sit down and you have this option, which pension is right for you, you need to sit down and and talk to somebody who's laser focused on income planning because this is a big part of your income. Once you choose that option, there is usually no turning back. So you want to make sure you have all the facts in place and make good financial decisions. Lots of details are going to go into that decision. Let's go over a couple of them, Walter, um, just to have some a little bit of fun here. So one of the options you're going to have is called life-only pension. Do you know what they're referring to when I say that? Life-only pension. Uh, yep. I'm guessing that's like just you. When you die, you no longer get the pension and nobody else does either. Exactly. Okay. So if you're a single person and you're not married, you know, intend to be a perfect option for you because you the life only pension will typically pay out a lot more than the other options that you have but if you're married and you want your spouse to continue with that pension well then that's probably not a good one to uh, pick so the other uh, another option is what's called the survivor pension meaning if you die early just like walter said your spouse will continue to receive your pension and there's different percentages so some some options may be well if you're gone your wife gets 100 percent, or if you're gone your wife or husband gets 60 or 70 percent. that's some of the decisions that has to be made and that boils down to sitting down how much income do you need if your spouse you know were to leave this earth early how is that going to affect you some pensions will allow you to take part of your pension in cash and a part of it in a monthly check. So I just seen one the other day. They'll say, you know, you can take a half a million dollars in the pension check and then no or in no pension, or you can take two hundred fifty thousand. We'll give you a pension, or you can leave it all there and we'll give you a bigger pension. How do you choose? Well, again, it all comes down to planning. And if you're under age sixty-two, you're going to have some more options to choose from. So for example, if you work for General Motors, you're going to have a higher pension. And when you reach age age 62, your pension typically drops to whatever your social security benefit would be in that family. So how do you choose if you're unsure what to do? Well, the answer is simple. We talk about it every week here. Sit down with a qualified retirement advisor who's laser focused. That's all they do is retirement planning and let them run the numbers. Let them, let them do their thing. And you, you make sure that you're involved in that process and then make a decision based on numbers, not emotion. 
It's a great point. That's another good one, too. Uh, choosing the right pension option, uh, the good news there, purely analytical choice. All right, we talked about the market earlier and timing it, but let's flip that around a little bit. Let's talk about picking stocks. So there's one thing to time the market, but picking stocks doesn't seem quite as uh, much as going to the roulette table. Are we talking a little bit more poker there, a little bit of uh, both luck and analytical elements? I think we are. I think I would I would say that too. Poker. There is a lot of skill involved, right? You have to do some background, you know, look at the PEs, the betas, all that kind of fun stuff. But there's also some luck involved because all no noble factors are factored into a price of a share right now. In other words, everybody knows, you know, what their earnings are gonna be and all those other numbers, but what they don't know is what's entailed in the future. So just like, you know, if you'd have picked a, a stock in January based on, you know, the previous year, what the numbers look for or look like the, the, for the following nine months, well, guess what happened? The pandemic happened and it really upset your cart there. So if you're years away from retirement and you're picking stocks, Walter, which stock should you be picking? The ones that go up. Yeah, the growth <laughs> stocks, right? <laughs> How do you pick only the ones that go up, right? Yeah. Good answer. Uh, I thought I'd throw you a curveball there. <laughs> but you should be investing for growth. If you have years away from retirement, you should be looking at growth stocks. So you, you should be focused on accumulation. Why? Because you need a lot of money when it comes to retirement, a sizable sum. In the future, to supplement your income needs, you're going to use whatever you saved up until that point. So what does sizable sum mean? Well, that can be answered when you sit down and you do your plan towards retirement. You'll come up with a number that says, based on what you want to do going forward, this is the amount that you're going to need to do that. But when you're going into retirement, Walter, I'm going to ask you this question. Should your stocks be different? I would guess yes. Yeah, growth, growth is no longer as important, right? Right. Income, right? We have to look at stocks that provide income, maybe dividend stocks, you know, because they pay income in up and down markets. So the emphasis should be on income when you retire. And I think that's where a lot of people fall short. They stay in a growth mode. And when you retire, you don't necessarily need growth. You need income. So first, let's let's figure this out. Figure out what's coming in the front door. Money that you've already worked for, like a pension, Social Security. What are your have-tos? Do you have to pay your consumer's bill every month? you have to get gas? you have to have insurance? All those things. Now, what is the shortage? So let's say you have $4,000 a month coming in in pension and Social Security, but you need five. You're $1,000 short. Are you looking for investments that provide growth or income? You should be looking for investments that provide income. If you said growth and the market takes a hit and you need that $1,000, guess what? You have to sell $1,000 worth of shares or principal to get that. You don't want to be put in the position to take and have to sell principal shares when the market is in a recession. And what if it takes two or three years to recover like it did in 2001, two and three, and you're selling principal all that time, it's going to be very hard to come back from that. So I think it's poker. It does take some skill and it does take some luck. And picking stocks, I think, is is a critical portion of your retirement planning. But don't get lost on growth picking. Most people get lost in it. They, they want to stay in growth because they've been doing it for 20 or 30 years. It's time to change. And that's what I tell everybody. When you're in retirement, getting close to retirement, we need to focus on income. So your 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 strategy has to change. Well, these are all good ones, I think, to discuss on today's show. Let's go one more time to the ever-popular Social Security. Are we playing chess, roulette, or poker when we determine when to start our Social Security? 
This would maybe be hard to answer. Well, it it could be a little bit because you're you're leading towards. Well, we know how long we're going to live, are you? So you're leaning towards poker. I, I, I'm guessing. Right, right. Yeah, but it yeah. also has like elements of some roulette in there too. Like this is definitely one that's got a lot of moving parts. Right, right. So once you make the decision, you have very little time to change your mind. So let's say you you decide to take it at age 62 versus 66. Well, once you make that decision in a very small uh, time frame goes by, you're stuck with it. So our office, this is what we do. We help people every day with this decision because all of us, if we live long enough, are going to be faced with this. I cannot give you an answer on what, when to take it, when to start, when to, you know, when's the best time. Unless we sit down and we have a solid, comprehensive, customized plan just for your situation. It has to be figured out. It starts there. Do you have a shortfall? Do you have a spouse that is 10 years younger than you? Are you concerned about your spouse's future income because you're much older than your spouse? And if you wait to take your Social Security and you're gone, your spouse will get a higher amount, uh, possibly if if you're that much older. There's so many variables in deciding when it's best. Every person I meet with is different. Everybody has different situations. This is why there's not a one-size-fits-all decision. This is kind of like the roulette wheel in some instances because we don't know how long we're going to live. This is poker because if we live to 80, well, there's some good decisions we could make. So sit down with your advisor, figure this out. It needs, it's going to be a critical part of your financial planning going forward because that's income that you can count on coming in every single month. If you don't have an advisor, this is your time to reach out. Give me a call. I'd be happy to sit down with you, talk one-on-one, build you our, what we call our comprehensive simplicity plan. We can plug in the numbers and we can tell you mathematically which way makes sense. I can't tell you how long you can live, but I can help, I can give you a way to make a smart financial decision based on what you're trying to accomplish. So if that's you, sit down with somebody, don't procrastinate, get involved in your own planning, and don't wait until a month out or six months out. Get this started at least two to three years prior so you have time to make adjustments along the way. If you don't know if you're playing roulette, chess, poker with your financial decisions, make sure you get in touch with Kevin Ray to talk about your financial plan and get a customized, comprehensive plan in place. You can do that by picking up the phone and giving a call to 888 888- 885-PLAN. That's 888-885-7526. You don't have to have all your investments and statements and all those kinds of things pulled together at this moment. You're just calling to express your interest uh, while you're thinking about it. And uh, it's important to do. It's the toughest part of anything in life is getting off the porch and getting it started. So make that decision today. If it's been on your mind to try and improve your financial plan, Kevin can certainly help you analyze what's going on and give you some good feedback and get the process started. 888-885-PLAN. No cost, no obligation. Just call and talk about getting a plan in place with Kevin and the team, and you can get a complimentary initial review. 888-885-PLAN. That's 888-885-7526. Much more coming up on today's show. Stick with us. You're listening to Simply Financial with Kevin Ray. It's getting to know you time. Time to get to know Kevin Ray a little bit better on today's show. This is where we sidestep the financial world and just get to have a little fun talking about something goofy, something different. Uh, Come up with random questions to ask Kevin each time. Kevin, here's one for you this week. What is the best way to start the day, do you think? Hmm. Let's start that off with your answer first, see if we align. <laughs> Put it back on me. You know, a lot of days, and, and I shouldn't do this, but I really like to start the day off, um, especially during COVID, I've been doing this a lot. I actually go to Starbucks. 
um, or a local coffee shop. And I just like the drive, even though it's like only five minutes. I like turning on the radio, uh, listening to whatever, you know, the radio morning radio has to say for a couple of minutes. I'd like sitting in, in a drive through while I'm again, consuming some more radio for a couple of minutes pick up a coffee, maybe a bagel or some other, you know, quick bite to eat and then, you know, eat it on the drive back home and then work from the office the rest of the day. (laughs) But I think right now during COVID, I like to start the day off by at least feeling like I got a little bit of personal interaction by dabbling out into the world. I like that hot cup of coffee, kind of feeling the aroma in the car as I drive back to the house. So there you go. That's my great way to start the day. A bit of an expensive way to start the day though. So I try to not do it every day, but, uh, I, I kind of, that's like a little treat each day to do that. What I'm hearing is you like to sit in line. <laughs> it does sound a little bit like that, doesn't it? You know, they make medication for that. No, no other time would I like sitting in line, but I like that. Uh, I think it's just from years and years of having long morning commutes. Growing up in high school, I was in like a district that bust you across the county um, for, you know, past three other schools on the way to school or with my parents, if, even if they were driving me. So I would listen to the radio with, with dad, um, you know, as he would drive me and drop me off on his way to work for many years. And then I, when I was in high school and started driving myself, it was a 35 minute drive to my high school. And so I just was in the habit of listening to the morning radio show. So I think it's just always stuck with me through the years of, now that COVID's here and I just literally walk across to my home office <laughs> two feet <laughs> across the, the breezeway um, to, to the above the garage uh, the apartment that's, you know, my office. Uh, you know, it's nice to just get out and still continue sort of that morning routine. So I think that's why. Oh, good. Yeah. Well, I, I can tell you what I, I've done in the last couple of weeks that I really, really enjoy. And I've, I do this quite often is when you get up first thing in the morning, I get up a little earlier normally. And it's nice and peaceful, you know, it's serene. You maybe see the sun come up depending where you're at. But I like to read something motivational. I like to read a book and, you know, get a chapter or two in and and start my day there. I'm reading a book now called, I think it's called The Pursuit of Excellence Hmm. by a gentleman named Horsch Schultz. Horsch, okay. Yeah, he's Horsch. And he started out as, when he grew up in this German town, he wanted to be work in a hotel. And all his family kind of shamed him about doing it. Well, he started out washing ashtrays was his first job washing ashtrays ashtrays wow. moved up and now he co-founded the rich carlton really oh very yeah cool. very very and he talks he talks he's a great he's a great uh, speaker and i've listened to him on tape and i so i bought his book and that's what i'm that's what i like to do start the morning off on a positive note so ladies and gentlemen serving ladies and gentlemen isn't that their uh isn't that the rich carlton that, 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 that's exactly like that? that he came up with that saying in the book he yeah. came up with that saying yes yeah yeah. yeah, it's a very it's a very good read. Yep, very cool. Yeah, I think that is a good way to start. I've tr- I tried that a couple times. I, I wasn't able to make it a habit. I would I would love to be able to do that. Starting off with a read that would be good. That's great. Uh, we'll we'll take that to heart and maybe with some uh, inspiration for the future. Probably a better habit than my going and getting Starbucks. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm not a coffee drinker, so that's easy for me. I don't do it. Oh so. yeah, you get to save a lot of money by being, yeah, not being a coffee yeah. drinker. There, that's yeah. fantastic. Um, very cool. Well, there you have it. Getting to know Kevin Ray a little bit better on today's show. Back to the financial talk coming up next. Stay tuned. Planning for retirement shouldn't feel like rocket science. According to the equation, S equals one half AT squared. But it's easy to get lost in the financial jargon. Keep listening to clear up the confusion. Well, we're coming down the home stretch of Simply Financial today. Great to have you with us. Walter Storholt alongside Kevin Ray. But just because we're coming down the home stretch doesn't mean 
that you should tune away. We've still got some great info coming up. If you have any questions for Kevin, don't have hesitate to reach out. You can go to insightfolios.com. That's insightfolios.com. Click on the listen button to ask questions, listen to past episodes, and learn more about the team. All right, Kevin, most people understand that a customized retirement plan, you know, just by the nature of the name, is much better than a one-size-fits-all kind of approach. And yet most people don't really have a plan that's truly customized. So I want to talk about when we say that word customized plan, what are we really talking about? Some of the things that really need to be considered to build that truly customized plan. Sound good? Yep. Sounds like fun. Let's rock and roll. Uh, So first item on the list, a planned retirement age. That's something that's got to be customized to you, pretty obvious. Well, it, it does, right? Well, first of all, it starts We don't all want to retire at the same age. Others have other preferences, right? No. You know, I recently met a guy down South Carolina. Do you know how old he was when he retired? How old? 46. 46? Wow. you know how old he is now? Uh, 47. Four, uh, 78. Oh, 78. Okay. So he's, yep. been, he's, he's done it for a while. He's done it for a while. So 46 years wow. old. So whether you're going to retire at 50, 65, the same process is going to apply. And what is that process? Well, you need a solid, we talk about this week in, week out, retirement plan to get you to and through retirement. And it all starts with picking the date you want to retire. We have to start someplace. Next, we need to find out if you want to retire at 55, is it a reasonable assumption? Can you do it? You know, the younger you retire comes with more challenges if you retire at, say, 55 versus 65. And the reason is simple. You got another 10 years of, of income planning that needs to be put in that versus 65. So the retirement age is number one. That's where you pick. When do you want to retire? And then planning starts after. So that's the first step. Very cool. That's very helpful. And um, I think that's a good one to start off with. What about income needs, lifestyle and income needs? How customized does that get for each plan? That's critical. Okay. And, the, and the reason is simple. How much income are you going to need in retirement? What are the bucket list items that you like to plan for? If you're, if you're going to retire at 55 versus 65, I'm assuming that you have some kind of bucket list items that you're doing. You've worked for 30 years. You've saved for retirement. You've worked a lot of overtime. You missed some of your kids' events, uh, events trying to get to that. After all of that, the question is, how is what's taken you an entire lifetime to accumulate going to get you through the next 30 to 40 years? You are the hero in the story. You did all those things I talked about. You saved, you worked a lot of overtime. Sometimes you miss some of your kids' events. So now you want to enjoy the fruits of your labor. The next thing is, do you have a shortfall? If so, someone has to fix this. And this is a critical part, Walter. What do I mean by that? If you needed your investments to fill your shortfall and provide you income, how is that going to generate the income you need for the rest of your life and your spouse's lifetime? That has to be figured out. Whether you do it, your brother-in-law helps you, your neighbor helps you, or you have a qualified advisor help you, this has to be figured out. How do you take what you save, turn it into an income so you and your spouse don't run out of money? This is not a sales pitch. This is reality. The last thing you want to do is run out of money in retirement. Sit down, put pencil to paper, get a solid uh, financial customized plan and figure that out because that's number two step. Very cool. That's another big one for sure. All right, what about risk tolerance? That's a question that you have with uh, everybody to, to go over with and talk about when they come in to meet with you. Well, we kind of do it a little bit differently than other people. Let me give you an example. 
So when most people come to my office, I'll say, how, what was your first, you know, the advisor you're talking to or have talked to in the past, how did they gauge your risk? And they pretty much all tell me the same. They say on a scale of one to 10, they were asked how they felt about risk. Well, what's the problem with that, Walter? If, you, if I ask you, Walter, how much risk do you want to take on a scale of one to 10? Mm, I'm okay. Nine or 10. Let's do yeah. it. Well, that's emotional answer, right? Because yeah. it's based on your emotions today. But I'm betting if I ask you that in January, you had one answer. And I bet you if I ask you that in the middle of the pandemic, you had another answer. Yeah, I was I was sure wishing I was less risky. <laughs> <laughs> so let me tell you how I how I give you guidance. And it all has to do with your income shortfall. So if, you, if you're short, let's say $1,000 per month, I'm going to look at what you have already accumulated. And I need to know what interest rate you need to earn on what you've already accumulated from here all the way to age 90 or 95. I call it your retirement number. If it's a low number, let's say you got to average 2%, well, you're in pretty good shape. If it's a higher number, you got to average 8%, well, guess what? That's not such good a shape. And the higher the number, the more risk is going to go along with it. So it's based on your personal situation. This is what we're talking about, personalized plans. It has to be personalized just for you. Take emotion out. Do some analytical figuring and base it on what your real need is. And I, I can't stress that enough. Don't base it on how do you feel in a scale of 1 to 10. That's a great point. Separate those emotions out of it. Got to do that. Very, very important. Kevin, there's a few other items we could talk about, but we're going to run out of time on today's show to discuss them. Uh, but let's squeeze in one more here. One more example of how a customized plan comes together and the things that need to be considered. And since you dabbled in it a moment ago, let's expand on it a little bit. Feelings and emotions, but not just that feeling of risk. Uh, overall, feelings and emotions connected to money. That, that has many different threads, doesn't it? Well, it does because emotional is a very strong feeling that you have to fight. And I fear just recently, many of our listeners just went through this. Like I said before, in January, you were feeling fine. And then when the virus started and the market went down 30%, you, I betting you were fighting your emotions. You had a solid, you know, financial plan you thought, and then the market dipped like that. And then you're questioning it. You may have sold your positions and put them in cash after you lost 30%. Why would anybody do that? Well, emotions are powerful. We know that. We all know not to make um, decisions when we are emotional, but guess what? It happens. Here is why I think it happens. You don't have a, a plan that's fully understandable. And here's what I mean. You do not understand how your investments are going to provide the income you depend on in retirement, especially when we go through a, a market downturn. And here's, the, here's one more big thing. And I want all of you to ask yourself this. If you're depending on your uh, savings to supplement your income and the market does go down by 30% and you have to sell shares or principal to produce the income you need, is that going to make you make an emotional decision? And I'm betting for most of you it's yes. So if that's the case, then you need to look at the other way. You need to look at investments that when the market goes down, it doesn't necessarily affect your income. What if you fully understood when the market goes down again and again over the next 30 years has very little effect on your income? That's what you're up against. That's the emotion impact that, that can really take you down um, some rabbit holes that you don't want to go down. There are investments that produce income in up and down markets. If you're right now asking what are they, how do they work? Well, the answer is easy as one, two, three. First, pick up the phone, call our office. Second, pick a time that's convenient for you to come into the office. And third, come into the office and we'll start the planning process it is really as easy as that. 
And I can promise you one thing. My goal is to empower you to make smart financial decisions. And it starts with an easy to understand retirement plan. You want to be empowered. You want to understand how to make smart financial decisions. And I can't stress enough, don't let procrastination get get into your way because we all know that doesn't work. So if that's you, you're looking for some answers, you're worried about your emotions, you're worried about the next downturn, and more, you know, more often than not what I'm hearing now, if you're worried about the election, well, emotions are going to get in your way. Give us a call, sit down, let's put a solid customized plan together for you so you can weather these things and you can sleep better at night because that's what a good financial plan will help you. The number to call is 888-885-PLAN. That's 888-885-7526. That gets you in touch with Kevin Ray, your financial coach at Insight Folios, serving you throughout the Tri-City area. Easy to get in touch and have that conversation about your own customized financial plan. No cost, no obligation to do so. But it starts with a phone call, starts with a good conversation. The number to dial is 888-885-PLAN. That's 888-885-7526. Make sure to reach out now while it's on your mind and while you can make the best of your financial situation, while you still have the power and control of most of your financial and retirement decisions. 888-885-PLAN. Kevin, thank you for the help. Great chat with you again this week. After our vacations, we're back in the saddle. And I hope you have a great rest of your weekend. We'll talk again soon. We'll talk to you next week, Walter. Stay safe. You do as well. That's Kevin Ray on Walter Storehall. Thanks for joining us. We'll talk to you next time on Simple Financial. Fee-based financial planning and investment advisory services are offered through Insight Folios, Inc., a registered investment advisor. The firm only transacts business in states where it is properly registered or is excluded or exempted from registration requirements. Insurance products and services are offered through individually licensed and appointed agents in various jurisdictions. Insight Folios, Inc. does not offer legal or tax advice. Kevin Ray is an investment advisor representative of Insight Folios, Inc.